Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khan Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hello there, and welcome back to the Schools of Excellence podcast. I'm really excited to be here with you guys. It's September, the school year started. My kids have slowly transitioned back into the school year. For those of you that follow me on social media or follow me in general, you know that my sister got married last week in New York. So our family flew from Florida to New York for the wedding. We were in New York for the week. And it was just an incredible experience. I'm really deeply grateful for the opportunity to come in and celebrate the wedding. Um, I might record a separate episode all about kind of what I learned in New York and just the journey, but that's for a separate episode. Today is the start of the new school year, right? It's September. The fall is in the air. The seasons are really changing. Not here in Florida. It's still pretty scorching hot with the 100% humidity but it's fall and we feel it, right? We've got the new backpacks. The kids have got their new uniforms. They're in school. They're connecting with their new friends and their new teachers. And many of you are also feeling this kind of newness, but also this sense of urgency and feeling like you're needed everywhere in the start of the new school year in the fall, especially when there's new hires, there's new children, there's new transitions, a lot of new assistant teachers, maybe subbing happening a lot. You're pulled in a lot of different directions and you're called upon to put out a lot of fires, to make hard decisions, uh, many times 10 to 12 decisions in an hour. And we sometimes forget that's the most important meeting that you need to have in a day is the meeting that you have with yourself. And so today's podcast episode is all about the 15-minute meeting with yourself. And this is something that I started 
probably just under two years ago. I heard about it first actually from Mike Michalowicz, who is actually uh, going to be a guest on this podcast. He has a new book coming out and um, we've interviewed him for the show. And a couple of years ago, I heard him talk about this concept called design time in the morning, taking 15 minutes every single morning, whether that's in your car, in the office, at your desk, in your bedroom, wherever you could take the time as the CEO, as the owner, as the director of your company, and have a meeting with yourself. Take the time to be with yourself and meet with yourself. So just like you have staff meetings that have agendas, um, they have outcome goals, whether that's brainstorming or coming up with a new project or making a decision on something. You have meetings with your administrative team. You have meetings with parents about their children or behavior. This is a meeting with yourself. And the outcome goal of a meeting with yourself is really about recentering yourself with what's important to you, with the intentions of how you want to show up as a leader and in your day. And over the course of the last two years, I've played around with the different kinds of questions that I ask myself during this time with myself, this meeting. And I've played around with different questions, um, different seasons. I ask myself different questions, depending on what I'm kind of working on or reflecting on during that time. So I'm going to share with you some of the questions that I'm asking myself now during the 15-minute meetings that I do with myself. But really, it's this dedicated focused time to work on the vision for your school. I hear so many times from owners say things like, I really want to focus on the big picture. I want to focus on the vision. I want to focus on what's next in the company. Guys, it's not a solo retreat with yourself. And if you could do that, that's that's great. And those are important. But those one-off retreats don't have as big of a punch or an impact as doing this daily. So these are small questions that when you ask them consistently, they change who you are. You know, Tony Robbins has a great quote, change your questions, change your life. The quality of the questions that you ask determines the quality of your life. The quality of the questions that you ask determine the quality of your life. And so when you ask better questions, you'll have a better life. So Let's dive into one of the first questions that I ask myself when I do this meeting. I kind of look at what are some of the big projects that are on my plate for that week or that month. And I'll ask myself this question every morning. If I knew that this project was going to fail, would I still do it? Many times we ask the question around, you know, if you knew you wouldn't fail, what would you do? And I like asking it in a different way. If I knew this project, was going to have components of failure, am I still going to dive in? And my answer is usually yes, but I like to ask it to myself every day around a particular project that I'm working on because there's going to be natural highs and lows. And unless I'm really committed to embracing the suck and embracing the hard parts, not just enjoying the highs, then I shouldn't say yes to the project. I don't believe we should be saying yes to projects only when they bring us success because the failure and the pain parts are part of the journey of the project. So I ask myself, you know, if the project's going to have components of failure, am I still going to do it? And sometimes I say no. And so I kill the project, right? Not doing it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not a quitter. I'm being intentional about what I want to say yes to. So that's one of the questions that I ask. 
Another question that I always ask myself, no matter the season, in my 15-minute meeting with myself, is where can I show up with generosity today versus obligation? I've been really working hard, I think over the last 12 months more than anything, on where do I need to show up with more generosity versus obligation? I have a lot of responsibilities in my life. I have a lot of obligation um, as a wife, as a parent, as a CEO of a company, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend. And there's a lot of people relying on me for a lot of things. And that can carry a heavy weight of obligation. But I've been working on switching that to generosity. Where do I show up with generosity? Because I can. Not, I have to cook dinner today. I want to cook dinner today. I get to cook dinner today. It's a slight switch in the perspective. It's nothing earth shattering. It's not a 12 point PowerPoint plan, but it is a beautiful question. Where can I show up with more generosity versus obligation? The other question I ask myself is where am I going to put my fear and my tiredness today? I'll say that again. Where am I going to put my fear and my tiredness today? If you've ever run a marathon, um, if you ever run in any of the marathons or done a 5K, you're going to get tired, period. And it would make no sense to hire a coach to say, I want you to help me train so I don't get tired. It's not about so I don't get tired. You're going to get tired when you're running a marathon. You're not a machine, right? You're a human. You're going to get tired when you run an event, right? Like when I run our big events and I'm speaking for 10 hours, I'm going to get tired. It's not about if I get tired, it's what am I gonna do with that tiredness? Did you ever wish you knew exactly what to say to a teacher, to a parent, or someone from your administrative team? In one of those hard moments where you're like, oh God, I wish I knew what to say right now. How we say something with our choice of language, our choice of words, our body language, our intention, and the environment that we set makes all the difference to sustaining the School of Excellence. The Schools of Excellence Scripts Workbook is a 37-page document with scripts collected from 15 years of experience working in schools and early childhood leaders. These scripts are there to help you design and navigate difficult conversations in ways that build great cultures. Some of the scripts that we have in this workbooks are talking points to invite collaboration and conversation. They are scripts to help hold your teams accountable. Scripts to invite veteran teachers to change and to grow. How to encourage more confidence in a teacher. And talking points for parents who don't want to follow school policy and so many more. Each script is designed with either an email script, a phone script, or an in-person script. And it's specifically categorized to help you understand how to show up in that conversation. So you can enter the conversation with confidence and trust your decision-making. For more information on our scripts workbook, you could go to khani.me slash scripts or click the link in the show notes. When you're doing big and bold things, you're going to be fearful. You're going to be met with resistance. Anyone who creates something beautiful, anyone who is daring to do what you're doing, being a director, being an owner, being a leader, anyone who is seriously engaged in effort to put stuff out there is going to have fear. That's not the question. The question is, where do you put the fear?
The question is, where do you put your tiredness, right? The difference between the people who run the marathons and the people who finish the marathons is the finishers figure out where they put their tiredness while they're in the final stretch. Where are they going to put it? What are they going to tell the fear? What are they going to tell their tiredness? And so in the morning, in the 15-minute meeting with myself, when I look at my day and I look at the things that might bring up fear or tiredness, I ask myself, where am I putting it? I get tired during bedtime routine. I get tired in morning routine. I get tired during coaching calls sometimes. I'm human. But I tell myself, where am I putting that? Because tiredness has no place in a coaching call. Tiredness doesn't have place in bedtime routine when I'm with my kids. I want to show up this way. So where do I put this? Right? Because that still shows up because I'm still human. Fear still happens. Fatigue still comes in. What do I do with it? The other question I ask myself, where am I needed today? Even if I'm not in the mood. There are many times where if I'm not feeling a particular thing, I can be like, you know what? Today, I don't have the brain space for it. Today, I I can't tackle this. And that's okay, right? It's listening to my body. It's listening to my mind. I'm not jumping into this today. And then there are certain places where I'm needed, even when I'm not in the mood. For example, exercise. My body needs me to exercise, even when I'm not motivated. My body needs me to choose healthy options, even when I want to have chips and salsa. So where am I needed? Where do I need to show up even when I'm not motivated? Guys, I'm not motivated all the time to do all the things that I do. I do it anyways because I like the results. And part of being a grown-up is recognizing that you might not like doing something, but you like the results. So you do it anyways. So that's another question I ask myself. Another question I say is, what meetings or engagements do I have today? And what is the one word that I want to use to show up in those conversations? So if I have a meeting with this person, do I want to show up with curiosity? Do I want to show up with humility? Do I want to show up with intention? How do I want to show up today? Now, I don't answer all of these questions every day. I pick and choose some of the questions I'm looking at. Sometimes I work through all of them. There's no hard and fast rules. It's really about, are you taking dedicated time to focus on yourself, to meet with yourself? The more you meet with yourself, the more you believe in yourself. One of the things that Seth Godin always says is don't talk about dreams with people who want to protect you from heartbreak. Don't do it. Don't talk to the people who want to keep you safe, who want to protect you. They want to protect you from heartache. Don't talk about your dreams with them. They're going to talk you out of them because their job is to protect you. Talk about your dreams with you. Talk about your dreams with a peer group. Talk about your dreams with a mastermind group of people who are pushing you in that direction. That's where I have the meetings with myself, right? I'm talking to myself because I want these dreams. I am in charge of how I spend my time. I am in charge of the questions that I ask. I am in charge of the change that I want to make in the world today. What's it going to be? I get to choose all of that. I get to answer all of those questions. And so 
I hope this episode really gives you the gift of giving yourself 15 minutes for yourself, the gift of those 15 minutes of time to believe that you're worthy enough and that you deserve to sit alone quietly and deeply reflect on some thought-provoking questions that will start to rewire your brain to become the leader that you've always wanted to be. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. And I hope that you commit to taking some time for yourself in the 15 minute meeting. All right, wishing you all a great day. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.